This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly. Welcome to your Thursday afternoon here on WABC Talk Radio 77. If you'd like to be part of today's program, all you have to do is pick up your telephone and dial 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And lots of news. We are going to have with us, in a very short while, Representative Chip Roy from Texas. Uh, Chip is a, Chip has been in the news for the last few weeks. He's he's In fact, he's been in the news a lot over the past year or two, and we'll have a chance to catch up with him on a few topics, including an exchange he had with a doctor that has been the source of some contention from the left and definitely something that you may want to hear. I have to warn you, there's a soundbite associated with it that we will play uh, first that is going to be a little rough to hear. Meanwhile, let us talk about the politics of the day, Joe Biden. Hispanic approval ratings have gone down 26%. 26%. That is low. President Biden's approval rating among Hispanic Americans has plummeted to 26%, according to a Wednesday poll from Quinnipiac. Less popular among Hispanics than any other demographic, including age and gender, the poll from. Now, what do you suppose is the reason for that? If you identify as a Hispanic and you want to answer the question, why? Why is this happening? Feel free. You can call us 800-848-WABC if you want to weigh in on that. Biden, it says, in at the Fox News outlet that published this story, is really doing badly. Young Americans and white men also have low approval for Biden, 27% for young Americans. That's not much higher than the Hispanic number. And 29% among white men. He is really coming up short. The president's highest approval ratings are among America's older than 65 45% of them, and that's still not great shakes, say that he's doing a good job. 63% of black Americans. That's the only demographic where Biden is doing well. And even then, when you look at it another way, 
37% of black Americans say, eh, eh, no. And that's number I believe will continue to grow. The poll comes days before Joe Biden and his administration plan to end Title 42, which will flood our nation with more, even more illegal immigrants than we have right now. Thank you, Governor DeSantis, for being with us yesterday. Also, thank you, Representative Elise Stefanik, who was with us yesterday. Florida officials are seeing record tourism. Why? Because Governor DeSantis kept his state open. 36.1 million people visited Florida between January and March. That's up from 26 million, almost a 10 million increase this year over last year. Because Florida kept their state open. There is a propaganda piece that is just amazing in today's Amazon Prime Washington Post. 21 pages it prints out to the angry white populace who paved the way for Trump. And the claim is that George Wallace was the guy that gave us pretty much Donald Trump. Now, I'm not going to read it. It is way too long for me to read. Maybe we'll go through portions of it Saturday. If you are a a subscriber to the Washington, to the Amazon Prime Washington Post, you can uh, find it there. Or, you know, the Post lets people gift articles. If you want to gift it to somebody, you can do that. It is just propaganda. Oklahoma legislature passes a bill banning almost all abortions. The Oklahoma legislature gave final approval today to a bill that prohibits nearly all abortions starting at fertilization, which makes it the nation's strictest abortion law. The bill is modeled on one that took effect in Texas, which relies on civilian instead of criminal enforcement, and that has allowed that bill to work around court challenges. It goes further, though, than the Texas law, which bans abortions after six weeks. This one subjects abortion providers and anyone who aids or abets an abortion to civil lawsuits from private individuals. It's going to take place almost immediately if Governor Kevin Stitt signs it, and he said he's going to, he wants to make Oklahoma the most anti-abortion state in the nation. Kamala Harris held a vice president, held a meeting, a virtual meeting with doctors, nurses, reproductive rights advocates, and she's saying that If Roe versus Wade is indeed overturned, we can't deny this decision. We'll have a real and immediate effect on women around our country. So that's why she was there. I don't know what she hopes to accomplish by being there and just talking. That's what she seems to enjoy most. Now, as I said, Representative Chip Roy is going to be with us shortly. I don't want to waste his valuable time by playing things that he has already said over the past few weeks. I want to play them now, and then when he gets on, we can ask questions of Representative Chip Roy. The first thing, Chip Roy 
dressed down Congress when they approved this $40 billion in new aid for Ukraine. He complained at the time that this money was being spent without Congress having an opportunity to look at the bill. Well, that bill just passed the Senate last night. Let's listen to Chip Roy from the House floor talk about Ukraine and the spending of 40 billion American dollars. Hit it. I support Ukrainians, but I represent Americans. And Americans want to stand alongside Zelensky and push back on Putin, but they want us to do our job responsibly. And when I hear the majority leader of the other party say, quote, a time of war, when I sat with the majority leader in a rules committee meeting upstairs and he said, we're at war, and I'm wondering when we voted to go to war. If people, if we're going to have a proxy war and we're going to give $40 billion to Ukraine because we want to look all fancy with our blue and yellow ribbons and feel good about ourselves, maybe we should actually have a debate in this chamber, a debate in this body, because the American people expect us to do that. When the border of this country is wide open and cartels have control of it and fentanyl is pouring in and we have $30.5 trillion of debt and gas prices are spiking and $1,100 to fill a tank of diesel, and we go, oh, blank check, $40 billion. And by the way, I'm looking at my colleagues on this side of the aisle on that same point. That's Representative Chip Roy talking about the $40 billion in aid that has just been signed over to Ukraine. We still, by the way, many of us don't know what's in the bill. That's one of the things I'm going to ask him. Does anyone really know everything that's in that bill? Now, I warn you in advance, this next soundbite may be very difficult for some people to listen to. It is self-explanatory. There was a hearing. Representative Chip Roy was had this discussion with a doctor, and I say doctor in quotes. Hit it. Good question. When is the latest that you have performed an abortion in terms of weeks uh, of the uh, unborn child? Yes, my name is Dr. Robinson, and I provide abortion care in Alabama. So Alabama has... What is the answer to the question, the latest that you have performed an abortion? I'm going to answer your question. So unfortunately, my state is one of those states that has passed um, restrictions or bans on abortion care, which limits physicians like myself. And therefore, in other words, you'd like to do it later. What is the latest you have performed an abortion? So since I will always follow the law and I live in the state of Alabama, I provide abortion care up until 20 weeks gestational age. Okay, so you performed an abortion at 20 weeks. Yes, sir. Uh, The procedure for an abortion, when we're talking about at 20 weeks, as I understand it, is dilation and extraction. Have have you um, performed abortions at that stage? And in in doing so, have you uh, had baby parts that you've had to uh, discard or store in some capacity? One of the things that you all have done Legs, throughout, arms, this, throughout this hearing is just use inflammatory language. Inflammatory, no, it's a, no, it's a question. Ma'am, ma'am, it's a simple question. Have you had human parts, baby parts, arms, legs, as a result of an abortion performed at the time you just acknowledged you performed abortion? I am abortions a physician and a proud abortion provider. There is okay. nothing that you can say yeah, yes or makes, no. makes it difficult have, for me ma'am? to talk about the care that I provide. Right. So have there been baby parts, yes or no? If you would like for me to talk and to where you have about it, where and how have they been stored? abortion for patients who need care. So the answer to the question is fairly obvious. Age, I'm happy that there are baby parts and you don't want to talk about how they're being stored. You don't want to talk about putting them in freezers. You don't want to put them in, talk about putting them in Pyrex dishes. You want to talk 
talked about the videos that we have from Planned Parenthood Coast, uh, uh, Gulf Coast in Houston, Texas. You don't want to talk about the reality of what actually happened. has expired. If you I don't mind know. me answering, all of those things that you just mentioned, I have never seen that in a healthcare setting ever. We don't put baby parts in freezers or Pyrex dishes. Well, <clears throat> she may not have seen it. There's a story today in the Daily Kost, and they are really ticked off at, at Representative Chip Roy for asking these questions. They say that he's rude, and they show these questions show just how useless he is as a lawmaker. Not so. They actually show how truthful he is. When we get back, we're going to talk with Chip Roy, and um, this, this thing with Planned Parenthood was real that he was talking about. When we get back, Representative Chip Roy will be with us. We can talk about Ukraine with him, and we will, as well as what happened with this hearing. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley, coming right back after this. Rush. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snurley. Bo Snurley. On 77 WABC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it... <clears throat> A real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush, Rush. W ABC Talk Radio 77 Madonna brings us back Justify Justify my love We have with us and we're so proud to have him here Representative Chip Roy Chip, thank you for taking the time to be with us this afternoon. How are you? James, no, I, I thank you. It's an honor to be on your show, and uh, I really appreciate all that you're doing to uh, you know, keep fighting the fight. You know, Chip, you had one of the most amazing discussions that we had. We played the soundbite with you and Dr. Robinson yesterday, <clears throat> and, and, and she her claims that uh, – She's number one. I found astounding that she is a proud, a proud abortionist. I don't know whether I don't know that just struck my ear funny. It's almost the same as when Letitia James, the AG of New York, said how proud she was to go have an abortion. But aside from that, the Daily Cause and other liberal organizations are taking aim at you today because they say you engaged in a conspiracy theory. The idea that people store body parts from babies and do all these things. It doesn't happen. And I don't know what it is, how we see things differently. We saw the videos from Planned Parenthood. We saw them joking about it. We saw these actual things in video, and that has never been disputed from those people who were caught filmed. What do you think is going on here with this denial well, James, I think that was pretty um, clear yesterday in the hearing that she did not want to answer the question. She, in fact, never answered the question. 
And so for all of those who are saying, oh, this is some sort of conspiracy theory, it's not true. And of course, she said it out of her testimony. I've never seen any medical facilities that do anything along those lines. Well, I asked the question, what do you do with the body parts? What do you do with the arms and the legs and the pieces of the baby when you perform an abortion at 20 weeks? And she would not answer the question. Now, you write or you're pointing out that this, is, of course, is a known reality based on the video evidence we have from Planned Parenthood clinics, including the Gulf Coast Planned Parenthood in Houston, Texas. Now, I happen to have a little insight into that, James, because I was the first attorney general of Texas when that news broke. I posted a picture after the hearing yesterday of one of the grotesque dishes in which there are baby parts. That picture is directly from the Fifth Circuit Court of the United States court filing. These are not made up. These are real things. Now, people don't like to talk about it. I don't like to look at the pictures. I find them to be deeply disturbing. But this is the reality of what we're seeing, right? Sometimes you post the pictures of war so people know what war looks like. You got to look at the pictures of what's happening to these babies, so-called doctors. Now, and one other point. She got mad at me for not being a doctor. Actually, this is an oversight on my part. I, I just said Ms. her last name. Wasn't trying to be disrespectful. But I do think it's interesting that someone really wants to tout her doctor credentials. And I'd like to know how this comports with the Hippocratic Oath. I'd like to know how do no harm comports when you're talking about pulling baby parts apart and, uh, and having to deal with that in a form of abortion. Amen to that. Um, there's something in the Daily Cause article which I found stunning to read. It said, <clears throat> Roy's old campaign website claims or claimed life begins at conception. A bold claim considering there is no definitive answer within the scientific community. One of your colleagues, I believe in the Senate, had a poster last week that he put up and it was a poster of sea turtles next to the poster of a baby. And the point that he made was that sea turtles have this, the eggs of sea turtles have more protection than human beings. That if you disrupt an egg of a sea turtle or of an eagle or of a, of a, a bald eagle, you are subject to jail. You are subject to all sorts of fines and not so in the case of even a human being that has already moved past the point of an egg. And so what liberals have done with this, they have already said life begins at conception, it begins at the egg, if you are a turtle or if you are an eagle. But when it comes to human being, you get what you get in the daily cost. This is a bold claim. There is no definitive answer. How do you respond to that, Chip? Well, I mean, frankly, the fact that they're just saying something like, quote, it's a bold claim is kind of a win, really, because yesterday you saw an exchange with Ms. Foster, one of the witnesses who was uh, the Republican witness, uh, when she uh, was inter engaging with my colleague from Maryland, uh, Danny Raskin, um, and, and he was going on about how uh, Republicans wanted to you know, uh, end abortion, including exceptions for rape and incest. And of course, I, I noted later that that's about one to one and a half percent of total abortions. And but Ms. Foster said to him, OK, I'll tell you what, if we get such an exception, would you then support the law? And of course, the answer was no. Right. And that's the reality of the situation. Same thing here. You want to have a debate. 
about life and protecting life, and our debate is about a heartbeat versus conception, well, now we're having an interesting debate. I believe life begins at conception. But they don't ever want to talk about heartbeat laws because they know it hurts their argument. They don't want to talk about extinguishing life when there's a heartbeat. In a hearing a while back about the Texas law, I raised that question to my Democratic colleagues. They said, I will, mark, mark my word, they won't use the term heartbeat. And they don't. They don't use that term, James, because it undermines the legitimacy of their entire premise. They're trying to say, gosh, guys, this is a tough thing between conception and, say, six, eight, ten weeks, or where the rest of the world is. They want abortion on demand, as those witnesses testified yesterday, all the way through the pregnancy. Again, I believe life begins at conception. I think we should protect it then. But they're so radical, they won't even have a debate within a reasonable time frame. Literally, one of the witnesses yesterday said to my friend Dan Bishop from North Carolina that a man can be pregnant with a baby. It's absurd. Right. And that's where they live. I saw that. Yeah, amazing. Yes, a man can be pregnant. This is what we're being told. Let's move away from that into some other issues. We just have a few minutes here. You have been very outspoken about the Biden administration's failures with immigration. We are being told now that the Biden administration is preparing to uh, to get rid of Title 42. I have heard estimates that if they do that, there will be a surge this year alone of perhaps up to 6,400,000 illegal immigrants coming into America. We already have these midnight flights. We already have these secretive, and this is a well-financed, well-executed organization that's spreading these transportation networks around the nation, but the people of the United States don't know what's really going on because it's done in the dead of night. What is going to happen, in your view, if the Biden administration follows through and gets rid of Title 42? Well, we know precisely what's going to happen, and we just look at the numbers to know. Let's look at April. Uh, 234,000 individuals apprehended. Let's be clear, that's not counting gotaways, which we are estimating at close to 2,000 a day, i.e. maybe 50 to 60,000 gotaways, meaning you don't know where they are or where they went. 234,000 apprehensions. Of that, about 117,000 were released immediately into the United States. 90, roughly 4,000, and these numbers aren't exactly right, were turned away for Title 42, still in place through Monday. Now seeing that they are building a five-acre tent, 200-and-something-thousand square feet in Eagle Pass, Texas. Why? So they can process more asylum claims. That is for your audience to understand what the Democratic Party, led by Biden's administration, what they are doing. They are encouraging people to come, to claim asylum, to overwhelm our system, to be released into the United States. And when Title 42 ends, the overwhelming numbers will explode. More fentanyl will come in, more illegal actions will come in, more potential terrorists will come in, and more people will flood the zone, overwhelming Border Patrol. We know it to be true. It's happening right now. They're overwhelmed now. It's purposeful. This is why Mayorkas should be impeached. This is why Republicans should be fighting harder than we are. We shouldn't fund the DHS that's doing this. We shouldn't fund an FBI that's going after parents. We shouldn't stand for this. The Republicans are more concerned right now about missing fundraisers when I dare force some votes on, on uh, bills on the floor of the House. Republicans need to get with the program and fight to take this country back. One last thing. We have about two minutes left, <clears throat> and this would be the baby food formula crisis. You and my good friend, Louis Gohmert, uh, were among nine House Republicans who voted against the bill. And get this, the way that this is written in this leftist publication. 
voted against the bill meant to make it easier for low-income parents to buy baby formula while the nation suffers. Chip, why would you do that? Why would you vote against low-income people? Well, James, I think it's, it's fairly obvious. I, 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 you know, hate children, and I hate uh, poor people, and I hate old people, and I hate, I hate puppies, and and all of the things that they claim. Look, the reality is, uh, this. Here's something for your audience to know: fifty percent of formula is sold through the WIC program, and that might blow people's minds. This bill, however well intended it is will take a provision of the law and grant emergency powers to the White House, the executive branch, that we shouldn't do, more emergency powers to them, to then basically waive the current restrictions on how baby formula works in a way that will end up with a bigger monopoly and more government buying of formula rather than private buying of formula. I didn't want to be picking winners and losers on who can get formula. Again, we want formula to get out. The problem with formula are regulations, incompetency in this administration, un, not unleashing the FDA and the regulations that are constricting the ability for us to get more formula produced. You want more formula? Unleash the market to produce more formula. Uh, but this is, I think, a misguided way to do it. It will end up resulting in shortages for private buyers and, frankly, probably won't help much in the way of those uh, who are getting it through the WIC program in the first place. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a principled lawmaker. This is Chip Roy. If you don't know who he is, he has a history that you need to see. As he said, he was AG of Texas before that. When and when I when I met Chip, he was working on the staff of Senator Ted Cruz, and he has certainly risen in the ranks to become one of the nation's most principled and best known lawmakers. Chip, time's up for me here today, but I'd like to invite you back. We'd love to have you and have continue this discussion on this and many of the other issues facing America. Thank you so much for joining us, Chip. Anytime, James. God bless you. You keep up the fight. Like, they don't get to have our country. It's ours. We're going to take this country back. God bless you, my friend. God bless you, too, my friend. That's James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley, with you here. It's Rush Hour, and we are coming back. Your calls are part of the program. Back right after this. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on 77 WABC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. Rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly. Oh, what you gonna do? You wanna get down? Tell me. Oh, what you gonna do? Do you wanna get down? Oh, what you gonna do? And now, Bo Snurdly's Rush Hour presents Rush. Jacqueline's Got News. WABC's Jacqueline Carl is in the studio with us. Good afternoon, Jacqueline. What are some of the stories that we have not touched on yet? 
All right, we've got Elon Musk's deal to buy Twitter reported to be in the works. According to Bloomberg, executives at Twitter reportedly told employees Thursday the $44 billion deal to sell the social media platform to the Tesla CEO will move forward. Executives adding they are not renegotiating the $54.20 per share they agreed on. Now, after news of this meeting got out, Bo, Twitter's stock went up about 2%. The leaders Ooh, of Finland lovely. and, yeah. It was going down. So. Well, let me, before you do the next story, I mean, how'd you like to be that Twitter guy that got caught on tape ragging Elon Musk? And he's a, a big deal executive ragging him for having Asperger's syndrome. That was really not cool. It w- and I think if I'm the boss of that organization and I see this guy with that on tape, I'm not happy. No, I mean, I wouldn't be happy if I was the boss and he said it about anybody, let alone my, you know, I mean, it's just not. I don't know why anybody would do that. Me right, either. Let's move on. Leaders of Finland and Sweden at the White House Thursday. They met with President Biden about joining NATO. Biden greeted Prime Minister Magdalena Anderson of Sweden and President Sali Niisto of Finland. And here's President Biden, what he said to them. We have consulted closely at every stage as Sweden and Finland made their, de- their determinations. And today I'm proud to assure them that they have the full total, complete backing of the United States of America. Not bad. They met for conversations on the NATO Mutual Defense Pact, as well as broader European security concerns. The two nations obviously moving quickly to join NATO in response to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Mm. Turkey tried to block that. Mm-hmm. Mayor Adams announced New York City will not return to mask mandates. This despite the same... Huh? Yep. This, huh? What? <laughs> well... He said, what you say, woman, Wait a minute. what you say? <laughs> Sometimes I just when what I'm you... feeling silly, I just make the news up. OK, what you say? <laughs> Matt Adams said what now? What, what? He said, now, despite the city moving to high alert status for COVID-19, New York City will not return to mask mandates. Instead, Dr. Ashwan Vasan recommends wearing a mask whenever you're in an indoor public space, especially if you're not vaccinated or you're immune immune compromised. November is coming quickly. What? November is coming quickly. Uh, for these stories November and more, go to WABC.com. <laughs> November is coming quickly. His new mantra, folks. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. November is coming quickly. All of a sudden. I'm going to get oh, you no, a T-shirt. No. Oh, no, no. No mask. Oh, we're going to keep businesses open. Mm, well. What, what do you know? That's what he said. He's the I mayor, not me. I love that story, by the way. Well, that's true. I love that story. And <laughs> people might, okay, hold on to your seatbelts, those of you. Finally, I think the Biden administration has done something right. Finally. Finally. With this deal that Jacqueline reported on the, um, the acceptance of Sweden and Finland into NATO. Now, those of you who've been following me all along, I think NATO should have been disbanded a long time ago. But it's becoming, because of this Russia deal, it is becoming more Eurocentric now. And if the European nations follow through on the promises they made Donald Trump, which is to actually spend more of their money on their own defenses, well, who knows? This could be a good thing. Jacqueline, thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thank you, Bo. Let us turn to the telephones. People have been waiting. If you want to be part of today's program, 800-848-WABC, 8489222. And let us start with Eric 
in the Bronx. Eric, welcome. You're on with James Golden. This is Bo Snurley's Rush Hour. How are you? Big bad Bo, the golden one, keeper of the flame. Okay, here's what I got. Laptop from hell, page 96, explains exactly why Biden dragged his ass helping the Ukraine. Uh, Because what happened is his name was unredacted so that you can see in the legal papers that he actually interfered with uh, removing that prosecutor from prosecuting his son. The next, the Build Back Better plan did work. It worked for the Biden family, it worked for the Taliban, and it worked for Russia and China. Well, Russia not so much now. Also, I said I play you talked about Gosnell. Would you talking about the abortion issue, baby part? Oh, my God. It is so deep. I recommend everybody see it now. That woman that was in front of Congress and said that she has proof that a man has delivered a baby, well, it is true, because Hollywood put it out. They made a movie about it. It was called Twins with Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And guess what? <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger had a baby. And if Hollywood put it out, then that has to be true. So it must be true right. if Hollywood said it. Right. <laughs> Eric, thank you. Thank you so much, Eric. Your contributions always right on point. Appreciate it. Let's move over the Hudson River to New Jersey. Peter, you're on WABC's Rush Hour with Bo Snurley. How are you this afternoon? Hey, Bo. Thank you for taking my call. Say, uh, I'm a little concerned that uh, Biden is associating these uh, illegal uh, immigrants coming over the border as Spanish people and Hispanics. <clears throat> you know, roughly saying U.S. Spanish people and Hispanics, and that's what the uproar is about. But the last time I called in, it was really at the forefront of my mind. On Newsmax one morning, Mark Halperin stated, and he's a political analyst, stated that uh, during the Oz election and waiting for the mail-in ballots, that this is the reason why we should have online voting. Now, online voting, we know we're going with this. And uh, I think the left is way in front of this. And that's why I get the feeling that they're not so concerned about these elections that are coming up. Well, they missed the 2022, but I think they're going to be aiming for 2024. Your thoughts? Well, my thoughts are that, number one, America's voting system needs to be reformed desperately. This idea that began in California with, with ballot harvesting has proven to be a disaster for people that care about having fair ethical uh, elections where there is no appearance, not even the appearance, that something could be amiss. And that is a standard that, that, that Democrats don't want to talk about. The standard is that there shouldn't even be the appearance of wrongdoing or that wrongdoing could be permitted. The way that this ballot harvesting works out, where people can go and collect and do all sorts of things with other people's ballots, it opens the door to the idea that something could be amiss in elections. So, number one, I think one of the first reforms that America needs to do is get rid of this ballot harvesting and also get rid of these pop-up ballot places where you can just pop one up. 2,000 mules is, or 20,000 mules is, 2,000 mules is, I think it should be 20,000. 2,000, thank you. 2,000 mules is popular because why? Because they are showing people what happened in certain 
places. America needs to really get this right. Our elections are fundamental to everything else that we do, and we need confidence in our elections. And I say that not as a partisan. I say that just as an American citizen. I want Democrats to have as equal as equal confidence that our elections are being run properly as Republicans. I want all Americans to have that. Why should we, one of the most technologically advanced nations in the world, be laboring over some of these election schemes that don't use the technology that we have available? I don't claim to have all of the answers, but I know that the way we're doing it now in many parts of this country we could improve on it a great deal. That's my point of view. Coming back, more of your calls, more news. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley. It is Rush Hour. Remember, John Casamitidis comes up next. It is it is Cats at Night. Remember to get that WABC app. Remember to check out all of the podcasts. There are some amazing podcasts coming out of Red Apple Media, and you can find them on WABC's website, or you can find them wherever you download your podcasts. Keep it here, WABC. Get that WABC app. We're coming right back after this. More news, more calls, straight ahead. Rush. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdley. Bo Snerdley. On 77 WABC. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdley. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snerdley. Rush. Now, here's Bo Snerdley. Stevie's birthday. We hey, yes, Stevie's birthday was yesterday. We celebrated, and we used this tune on the way out. I have a little story about this. When I was in the studio once with, um, I was there with my buddy Omar Hakim, the drummer, and we were young, 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 young kids, kids, and we went to one of his sessions. And Stevie was there. He had this huge duffel bag of. Um, you know, cassettes that he would go through. He he reached into that huge bag. He pulled out a cassette. He walks over to the cassette machine, puts it in, hits play. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm my mouth is open. I'm like, I thought this guy's supposed to be blind, right? And he played this song. It wasn't finished, and it would be years before this song was released. But I kept remembering this song in my mind as just being incredibly beautiful. And so years later, when it finally came out, I was so gratified to hear this song. Let us return back to the telephones and James in Brooklyn. James, thank you for waiting. You're on Boston Early's Rush Hour. What's on your mind this afternoon? First, I want to apologize for hanging up the other day. I accidentally called in. I think it was Tuesday, and I accidentally hung up. The, the thing I want no to talk about um, is soy and food. Now, this actually mm-hmm. relates to um, the, the teachers teaching kids about gender and stuff. And um, I feel like I'm actually a new listener to the station, and I, I, and I don't know if this has been mentioned before, but soy is hormonal. It actually messes with um, hormones, and it changes um, hormone testosterone balance in men and a lot of other things, right? So now I wanted to know what your opinion is on that, and I'm thinking that it's like, kind of, I don't know if conspiracy theory or not, but soy definitely has some issues with uh, messing with people's um, ability to produce Okay, so I'm glad you asked this question, James. Thank you for bringing it up. I am a vegetarian. I've been a vegetarian for almost, well, for most of my life, the majority of my life, I've been vegetarian. And so I use soy products a lot. You, you get a lot of protein from soy. 
if you are a vegetarian, one of the things that you're constantly concerned about is, am I getting enough protein? Where are my protein sources? Whether they're peas, whether they're whatever, whatever. So you have a bunch of soy products now, processed foods, some of them that have soy. You have others like tofu and stuff that don't do a lot. Now, I've heard, I heard these rumors, and so I had to check it out. What I heard was for many years, oh, if you eat too much soy, you're going to grow man boobs. You know, you, the estrogen is going to change and all that stuff. Well, I did a deep dive on it, and from what I have been able to tell, it's a lot of bunk. There is no proof that there is anything to the fact that soy will change your hormones. Now, I'm not a doctor. I am not a researcher in that regard. I had to do the research for myself. I am not a professional health food researcher. But I was satisfied with the research that I conducted that I could still enjoy products that have soy in them and that they would not have a hormonal influence on my body. I've heard that rumor. It's been out there. And when you hear rumors like this, the first thing that I think one should ask is, who benefits if this is true? Well, the people that benefit if this is true are other competing competing sources of food. So I think we always have to do, Rush advised us many years ago, when questions come up like this, follow the money. And then follow the research, too. Let us go to Queens in New York. And, Michael, welcome to Boston Early's Rush Hour. How are you, Michael? Welcome. Uh, fine. Listen, I'm, you're, you're a vegetarian and, you, and you're overweight? That doesn't make any yeah. sense. Yes, it does. If you, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If you, and I wasn't always overweight, by the way, and I will not always be overweight. I'm working on that now. But if you eat the wrong things, if you binge eat and you're stacking up on carbs and carbs and starches and you're not exercising the way you used to, you're not as active as you used to, yeah, yeah, you're going to gain more weight. And so I got to work on it. I got to get that weight off. And by the way, not all of it was just due to me. I had a medical situation a few years ago where I was prescribed prednisone, a steroid. And I got to tell you something. That I was so happy. I was so happy as I was stuffing food in my face. I was just the happiest clam on the earth because it made you feel that way. I gained 80 pounds, and I've never up until this point been able to lose what I gained on steroids that I was prescribed. So there are a lot of reasons why people gain weight, and and being a vegetarian doesn't make you immune from gaining weight. Okay, Michael, go ahead. What did you call to talk about besides me being fat? Michael. Okay, hello. Yeah, Biden is yeah, out yeah, of go. his mind. He, yes, Biden Biden is out of his mind. He's, he's going to allow, they're going to allow, NATO's going to allow Finland and Sweden to join NATO? Yep. yep. Now you, you surrounding Russia? You squeezing yep. Russia? That's, that's yep. asinine. That is so asinine. That's crazy. You force it. Why are you to- afraid of Russia? Why are you afraid of Russia? Let me ask you a question. See, I think that we have been duped by Russia going back to the Cold War. In the Cold War, Ronald Reagan knew this. <clears throat> Ronald Reagan knew, okay, let's outspend these suckers. They think they're going to threaten us nuclear. Okay, go. 
We have more capacities than they do to build weapons. We have more capacities than they ever had to surround them with weapons that they cannot compete with. And Ronald Reagan did that. Star Wars. Remember all, all the hubbub among them? Oh, my gosh, you're going to create World War Three? Oh, no. Well, what have we seen in Ukraine? We've seen the mighty Soviet slash Russian army falter for now months. We've seen their weapons blown up. We've seen their tanks blown up. There's a story the other day about how Russian generals, I mean, Russian military leaders are killing their own troops who are wounded. We've seen the war crimes. We've seen everything evil about Russia. But we haven't seen one thing. We haven't seen Russian victory. The Russian army is nowhere near, near the threat that they think it is. And that is more than anything else what Ukraine has exposed. There, you know, we used to have an expression in it on the streets. The, the Russian, and the expression is this, Vladimir Putin wrote a check that his ass can't cash. And that's what we're seeing right now. Michael, thank you for the call. Adam. Florida, welcome. WABC Talk Radio 77, Bo Snurley's Rush Hour. How are you? Uh, thanks for taking my call, Bo. I, I need to get out my frustration, and uh, I guess you can help me. Uh, I'm calling out Chuck Schumer, Jerry Nadler, and Ted Deutsch, Florida, for allowing Tlaib to always spread her propaganda about Israel, which is all lies, and nobody stands up to her. And MSLSD puts her on to give her a platform to talk about it. Well, thank you. I mean, there have been some things said in recent days that I've been following, too, and I just shake my head. And especially, you know, one of the things that came out after this uh, shooting in Buffalo, the Democrats and their mainstream friends went on the rampage trying to smear Tucker Carlson and smear Elise Stefanik. And then one of the curious things they came out with was that the Republican Party are producing people that are anti-Semites. And I'm like, what the? Anybody that looks at, at politics objectively or from an intellectual basis can tell which party is filled with anti-Semites. And that would be the Democrat Party. And the Democrat Party lets their progressives especially get away with it because they're too frightened to push back on it. Vin, uh, uh, what is it? Is it Vino in, uh, uh, in New York? Vino, how are you? Welcome. WABC Talk Radio 77. You're on Boston hey, Early's Rush Hour. How are you, Bo? I'm good. My name is Dino. I always Dino. I call, okay. I call a few times. Dino. Like Dino the Flintstones. Okay. Right. You won't forget me. And my question is why, when Chip Roy asked the question multiple times, it took her like, the 20th time to answer that. That's what I want. Why? I'll tell you. Guilty. He, Chip Roy, was on the money. He's right on point. But she had to shut it down on the last question. Follow where I'm going with that, right? Yeah. Now, guess what? They, this, this accusation that she threw back, oh, these are inflammatory questions. Okay. So asking about procedures, what they call a medical procedure, in detail, the details of it is inflammatory. Well, if it's so inflammatory, why is she doing it? And if it's so inflammatory, why is she proud to do it? Look, these people, these doctors, when I, when I hear doc, I don't want to be mean-spirited. But the only thing I saw after that exchange, when I, when I reread the part, she's upset because 
Chip Roy didn't call her doctor. The only thing that came in my mind was, yeah, Dr. Mengele. This is these people and what they are doing to human beings is unconscionable. And when Chip Roy put her on the spot, you're right. She did not want to answer. Not at all. Let's go to Gustavo in New Jersey. You're on with Bo Snerdly. This is Bo Snerdly's Rush Hour. How are you, Gustavo? Mr. Bo Snerdly Ness Ness. Oh, first time. By the way, you're the new Maharishi. Anyway, real quick oh, on boy. the Latin. The reason the Latin uh, uh, is losing, the CPJ is losing Latin support, in my opinion, uh, this whole wokeness craze is anti-culture. The Latin language, the Spanish language is male-female, as you probably know. Right, yes. uh, like a, Ooh, a computer computadora, right? A computer computadora, a mirror, espejo, right? And then the whole Latin X—that's that's just ludicrous, right? You can't eliminate the pronouns in our language, so that that works against it. In the obvious, the illegal immigration—you know, our, my parents came in legally and work hard, and we can't have all these people coming through. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. So that's some of the reasons why I believe others, by the way, this, but these are some important ones that you may not realize the culture. Well, Gustavo, first of all, that is a really perceptive point about the language being a dualistic language, male and female tenses. And it actually is. And that is profound because that goes into that goes into the way that people think, the language that they use, the structure that their ideas are formed in. That is really an amazing point that you made, Gustavo. I had not think I, I would have never thought of that. And thank you for sharing that with our audience. And also immigration. Once again, folks, Democrats have had all three branches of government. They've had the House. With Kamala Harris's vote, they have the Senate. And they have the White House. What have they done for you lately? Is there Has there been immigration reform? Has there been anything on DACA? No. They use Hispanic people, and they don't ever want to fix the problems. Catch at night up next. James Golden, Bo Shirley's Rush Hour. Tomorrow, Philip Bailey, Earth, Wind, and Fire joins us. May God protect, bless each and every one of you and your families. We will be back here on WABC tomorrow. Be with us. Bye.